0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the For the Bible Tells Me So podcast. Hey, I'm coming to you from, again, my car studio. I'm in the back seat of my Ford Escape, having a great time right now. It's a beautiful day out in Pacific Grove, and happy to be here with you on this podcast. Hey, I want to talk to you today about friendship. Now, friendship is one of my favorite qualities of life, these relationships that we dive into here on earth. But let's just talk about friendship for a second because there is some elements of our friendships here on earth that are direct reflections of the relationship and the friendship that we have with Jesus and that Jesus shares with within the Trinity with the Holy Spirit and with God the Father. Now friends come about when you find someone that has a shared interest with you, right? You think about friends that you know, you've you've built relationships with because of maybe your upbringing, you share a love for food or for music or whatever. And sometimes in life, you have this special experience where you find someone who shares not only just one thing in common with you, but maybe two or three or multiple things in common. We typically call these people our best friends. These are our friends that we don't, we don't get a whole lot of them in our lives. But they're the people who we share experiences with, mindsets with. They're our best friends. Our best friends help us feel understood. They encourage us to take new adventures. They call us out when we're wrong. And there's someone who's with you at your lowest and your highest points in life. This is the person who knows you inside and out who you can totally be yourself with and find deep understanding between each other. I like the way that Aristotle talks about friends. He says, what is a friend? It's a single soul dwelling within two bodies. Isn't that a beautiful picture of friendship that you're so close with someone that's almost like you share the same skin, you share the same mind, you almost share the same body in a lot of ways. But what if I told you That your best friendship here on earth was, like I said earlier, just a reflection of an even greater friendship that's offered to you. A friendship where you're not only heard and understood, but deeply known even more than you can know yourself. A friendship where words of purpose are spoken into your heart, where you received correction but knew that it came from a place of sincere love. And that that person wanted to see you come alive to your fullest potential. That friendship, it almost sounds too good to be true, right? But this is the kind of friendship that's actually available to you and me from Jesus. Jesus offers this kind of friendship to us today. Now, how do I know that? Well, in the book of John, Jesus looks at his disciples and he speaks words of life and truth into them. And in chapter 15, verses 14 through 17, Jesus just talks very frankly about his friendship between him and the disciples. Check this out He says, You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that your love so that you will love one another. This is a beautiful description of the love that Jesus originates in himself towards You and towards me. I think that Jesus is talking a lot here about what friendship looks like. And I think there's three things that we can learn about with friendship. Not just like our friendship with the people around us, but what does this friendship between us and Jesus look like? Because honestly, our friendship with Jesus looks much different than our friendship with our friends, right? Jesus is an eternal being, He's not in a human body anymore. He's with God the Father, ruling, reigning, doing his thing, but still presents himself for us today. We read in scripture that the Holy Spirit has been deposited inside of us. Jesus sent this helper, this confidence, this being to be with us and to encourage us day to day. So we still have this friendship, this relationship with him, but what does it look like on Jesus' end towards us? check this out. Three things. The first thing, Jesus's friendship is based on revelation. Jesus's friendship is based on revelation. He said, for all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. Something very specific about Jesus's friendship is that he's not first friends with us. He's first friends with God the Father. He had this deep intimate relationship with God the Father. But Jesus says that everything he's received from the Father, all that intimacy, all that knowledge, all that wisdom, all that peace and love, everything he's received from the Father, he has given to his disciples. Jesus didn't keep secrets. He wasn't that kind of guy. Instead, he revealed the truth, which is really important to know because jesus could have very easily made himself untouchable you know with his wisdom power knowledge and influence he could have just made himself otherworldly and he was in a sense he was fully god fully man at the same time but he was approachable he wasn't untouchable he made himself vulnerable by revealing what was previously only between jesus and the father can you believe that like Before Jesus had stepped into our reality, before he became a man, his relationship with God the Father was just between the two of them. Nobody knew what it looked like for Jesus to have a relationship with the Father. But when he came and he lived in a human body, when he embodied what it meant to be human, we got to see firsthand, or his disciples got to see, and now we see um, nowadays, but They got to see what does it look like for the Son of God to relate to Father God. And this is beautiful because you and I now, because Jesus revealed himself and God the Father to his disciples, those deep truths between just the two of them in the Trinity, because he revealed all that, we now get to receive it as well. You get to know the deep truths of God because of what Jesus has done by coming to this world and sharing God's truth with all of mankind this is really powerful you know i I recently read a book review I, I bought a book recently and I was really excited about the book and I read this review somebody said that you know it's a great book but this book it only gives you like just 10 percent of what you're really hoping to learn from the book in the book they actually say to learn more about this come to next conference and after that you want to go to our next webinar and then you want to go to a workshop and you'll want to take this teaching class and it just kept going on and on and on all down the list and I remember reading that I was like dang it I wish that I could read this book and just fully get a hold of what this author is trying to say I wish it wasn't gimmicky I wish that they weren't trying to hide something from me I wish they didn't just want my money and my attention And you have to know that Jesus is not like this in his friendship with us. Jesus isn't looking for you to give a certain amount of money or volunteer a certain amount of your time. He's not looking for you to build in the perfect schedule and to read this certain amount of Bible passages and spend this amount of time in prayer for him to reveal himself to you. No, no, no. He has already revealed himself. When we look at scripture, when we read of his stories, when we read his words to his disciples, he is revealing deep truths about who God is. He's revealing himself. He's revealing this friendship, this intimacy, and that is the basis for his friendship with you and me today. Maybe you've built your Christian experience on the routine of going to a church building on Sundays and Thursdays, or Maybe giving or volunteering. I just want you to know that during this time, while we're all staying at home, during this season of COVID-19, you know, we're all just kind of figuring out how to process this time. I hope that you know that even though your, maybe like your church schedule and your routines have been disrupted, that you can still have a very deep and personal relationship and friendship with Jesus, the Son of God. This is the perfect time to come back to that friendship, to spend time with him and remember all that he has done for you. Jesus' friendship is based on this revelation. Okay, so we know what friendship with Jesus is based on, but what is it motivated by? Jesus' friendship is motivated by progression. Check this out. He said, You did not choose me. I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide. So whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. Okay, Jesus is saying a lot right here. He's saying the purpose for this friendship in a lot of ways. The 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 kind of the momentum that is going to occur as you jump into friendship with Him. And just notice this. Jesus says you or a variant of you 7 times in this one verse John 15:16 Jesus says you 7 times check this out Jesus chooses you 1 he appoints you 2 he promises that you can live fruitful lives he promises that God will give you what you ask for Jesus isn't saying all this to make it about you but in order to show you that everything in this friendship originates in him for you nobody extends this kind of friendship this brand of friendship like jesus does it's only from jesus towards his people i think this is beautiful because what jesus is doing here is he is showing the disciples just what this friendship is really about he's like look i understand like you and i are friends disciples like, you are you are my friends But our friendship isn't based on what you can do for me. Our friendship is based on what I can do for you. And a lot of friendships, maybe you experience this in your life, there's a lot of like give and take in friendships. You know, there's mutual pursuit of one another. And if somebody kind of falls off from pursuing the other, that friendship just kind of falls apart, right? It may not even fall apart, just kind of dissipates time takes its effect and all that you know and a friendship that once was thriving is now just kind of not a friendship much at all but jesus says look i chose you and i appointed you i have these plans for you i have this vision for where you're going to go in life and i want to see you blossom i want to see beautiful things come out of your life and i want you to ask big things from my father you should know from my relationship with God that I'll give you everything that you ask for. These are big promises, and I don't want to put any caveats on what Jesus says here. This is Jesus' words. He says, ask the Father in my name, whatever you ask. Ask him anything in my name, and he will give it to you. It's just a straight-up promise from Jesus. He wants you to ask big things. This is all part of the friendship that we have with Jesus, Now, have you ever wondered what God wants to do in your life? If you're like me, maybe you think about it every single day. What does God want to do in my life? And when we look at this passage, we see in a very clear way exactly what Jesus wants to do in our lives. He wants us to grow. He wants us to ask things. He wants us to be bold and courageous and to take life by the horns, in a sense, and go after it trusting God and doing big things in his name, pursuing new friendships, sharing your faith, loving people in your home, being, being there for people. God is all about this. And when we live against Jesus's affection towards us, we're actually robbing ourselves of the life that Jesus has put in place for us. This is why a daily relationship with Jesus is so important. We don't have a relationship with Jesus just so that we can get blessings in our lives. But, you know, a big part of that friendship, that relationship that we pour into with Jesus, man, God does stuff through that friendship, through that intimacy that we have with Jesus. And maybe you're at home right now and you're feeling a bit aimless. You're not alone in that. I mean. All of our lives have totally been flipped upside down in a lot of ways during this quarantine. You know, wedding dates have changed. Graduates aren't receiving their diplomas in person. Our plans for the future are changing. But you have to know that Jesus isn't surprised by what's going on in the world. In fact, he has plans to work through this time for abundance. For good, this is like part of the hope that we have as Christians, that this friendship we have with Jesus, this love we receive from Jesus, it promises us that God is with us and that he's going to lead us forward through every single thing that we go through in this life. We don't rely on a certain timeline for our hope. We don't rely on a degree for what our future is going to look like. We don't rely solely on a relationship with someone that we're interested in to bring meaning to our lives. We actually receive all that first and foremost from Jesus. And it's through this friendship, this daily walk with Jesus, that we actually get to learn about what Jesus wants for our lives. So even at home, man, God has big stuff in store for you. And I really encourage you to ask God those big prayers, like, God, what... What do you want to do with my life? Big question. Who do you want me to be with in this life? Big question. Do you want me to remain single for your glory during this time? Big question. All these big questions. Jesus is looking for you to ask these things because God wants to get into your life and bring about revelation to them. Ask big questions things this is all about that progression that Jesus is looking to see happen in your life okay so Jesus' friendship is based on revelation that is the the bedrock of this friendship the friendship's motivated by this progression Jesus wants you to go somewhere because of this friendship now where does he want us to go Jesus' friendship Number three, results in love. I love the way that Jesus wraps his part up. He says, these things I command you so that you will love one another. Yes, you heard that right. Jesus is making it clear that he didn't reveal the Father to them so that they will worship him. He didn't give them purposes or promises so that they will trust him. Of course, we will worship Jesus. Of course, we will trust him, but notice exactly what Jesus says here. He says, all these things I have commanded you so that you will love and worship me. No, he doesn't say that. He says, I've given all these things to you so that you will love one another. Jesus is all about this friendship resulting in our love For other people. Have you ever been in a relationship before. Where someone needed you. More than they were willing to give to you. They would take your time and energy. Without any regard to your own well-being. Or maybe they would only find their truest sense of. Personal identity and purpose. And worth by being with you. These are. The kind of demands on our lives that literally suck the souls out of our bodies, that drain our energy, that tax us emotionally, that leave us worse off than we started. They leave us malnourished in friendships. Codependency is a loaded word, and I don't want to flippantly talk about codependency, but there are relationships in our lives where maybe someone is looking to you for their fullest satisfaction of their needs. Or maybe you're even someone who looks to other people to satisfy your need for identity, your need for self-worth, your need for purpose in this life. The truth is our relationships get messy. We don't love the way that Jesus asked us to love all the time. We're people who have insecurities. We have brokenness in our lives. We have these relational hang-ups that prevent us from really living out the fullest life that Jesus has intended for us to live. But Jesus says that, man, when you have friendship with me, when you follow my commands, when you you know, ask big things of my Father, when you come to me daily in friendship, when you begin to bear fruit because of this friendship that we have together, you You are to go out from that place and to love one another. The truth is that a Christian, in the truest sense, somebody who is a follower of Jesus, who regularly practices his way, should be the best friend you can ever have. And people should be looking at us as Christians and be like, Man, my friendship with this person, like I don't understand their faith, their religion, or anything like that, but golly, man, they're the best friend I have they're super selfless, they care about me, they don't talk about their se- themselves all the time, they're just like pouring courage into my life every day. These are the kind of friends that Jesus is calling us to be out of the friendship that we have with him first. This is how we directly influence people in our lives for the kingdom. You know, We have to open up our mouths and we have to speak about who Jesus is. We need to talk to people about sin, the errors that we've made before, a faultless God. And we need to bring about that reality check that, man, we are not God ourselves. The things we try to fill up our lives with, our other from God, are just merely idols. We got to talk about all that stuff and, and present Jesus as the one who is our savior, who has saved us from, you know, all of our hangups, all of our sin, all of our baggage. We got to open up our mouths and talk about the gospel of Jesus. We have to do those things. But man, imagine talking to somebody about that on the basis that you're already best friends with that person. That person knows that you love them, that you care about them, that you have this devotion to their well-being, how much better is that conversation going to go? How much more rich and impactful is that going to be? You know, I've heard pastors talk about how, you know, the, the relational approach to evangelism is a weak approach because it takes too long. You can't get the gospel out as quickly as we need to. And I guess there is some truth to that, you know, like if we try to be friends with everyone before we open up our mouths about the gospel, we will be taking a long time to really get the message out. But here's maybe a better question. Are we making good friends with people who don't know Jesus at the same rate that we're trying to spit out the gospel and get into people's lives? My experience just personally is that I've been more bent towards just giving the gospel to people without the foundation of friendship. I've put more focus, oftentimes in my life, in just presenting Jesus without presenting myself to people. I think what Jesus is saying here is that friendship is crazy important. Love for people is so deeply valuable in the kingdom of God. And maybe you're just kind of wondering right now while you're at home, like how do I even build friendships with people? How do I share my faith with people right now? I'm at home. Like, I got my phone, but like I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not going to these different events. I'm not going to school. I'm not seeing people like I used to see them. And I would just really encourage you, man, consider people. Don't just think about the, the width or the breadth of your reach. Think about the impact of the friendships you already have. Think about that, that friend that you've, you've had your whole life. Think about them and think, man, how can I reach into their life today? What are they struggling with today? How can I be a comfort to them today? How can I love them in such a powerful way that would prove to be like really remarkable in their lives? Think about that person. Pray for them. Consider what they need and pick up the phone, shoot a text, shoot a DM, whatever you need to do, maybe a FaceTime call, whatever it might be. Just think about one person, start off with one person, love on them. And I I truly believe, man, that through this kind of love that there is going to be such an open conversation stemming out of that love for the gospel. And so maybe you've just been thinking, like, man, I know I need to share my faith. I know, like, like, I love Jesus. I want my friends to love Jesus. I want us to have this friendship where, like, they're not, you know, all about the world and I'm all about Jesus. Like, I want us to share this together. Man, be a good friend. Call them out when there's something that is unsavory in the friendship. Give them gifts. Send them encouragement. Be there for them, because as you do that, you are reflecting the love that Jesus has with the Father. Now, before I make this just all about doing stuff, it's not, this is not just about doing another thing right now, I'm just saying that, man, what a great influence you can have by loving someone. But before you even begin to love someone, or maybe like in conjunction with it, please, please, please spend time getting to know Jesus. I encourage you read John 14 through 17 it's just it's just Jesus's words towards his disciples these are words that you can receive for yourself about Jesus's love for you the way he sends the spirit into our lives his commands for loving one another his revelation of what it means to truly live with Jesus I encourage you read these words hold on to them And daily spend time with him. Because like I said already, it's out of that friendship where love will truly flow. And it's in this love that we are the best representations of who Jesus is and his power for salvation. You guys, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you again on a Thursday. I hope that we can talk throughout the week. And uh, I'm just loving you guys. I'm praying for you and uh, hope that God is doing some amazing and powerful things in your lives through this time at home. I love you guys. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks for joining in today. If you're listening to this and you're a 20-something and you're just looking for some community during this time, please reach out to us on Instagram at cm young adults Uh, we'd love to get you connected with our whatsapp group chat and our marco polo chats that are always constantly going on and if you're just looking for some prayer if you need somebody just to talk to please reach out to us there as well and we'd love to get in touch with you but tune in next week for a new episode we'll see you then